Oh my god. That's a very interesting question. We will come back to that in the next lesson. Blood in a dialogue with yourself. <laughs> it's not as bad as I thought because it's always worse in your head than it is in real life. The bar is floor. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to another episode of our podcast where language enthusiasts talk about learning and stuff. It's three of us here. I'm Zoya. I'm Taya. And I'm Ksusha. In this chaotic world, we're all in need of safe space to speak one's mind, love, and enjoy life. Because that's the only way to stay sane while zooming through chaos. Today's topic is provided by Zoya. Zoya, can you please tell us what is the topic of today? Yes. First of all, hello. <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> Welcome to yet another episode of our podcast. This is the ninth one. We are almost at the 10th anniversary. I wanted to say we're almost there. But what is what is there? Uh, hello. That was uncalled for. <laughs> Putting me on the spot. <laughs> but uh, yes, and we'll see how it goes. Anyways, I just noticed that some people have this desire or wish to know everything, especially when it comes to English. And we already talked about fluency, but this is only one of the things that people want to know about a language they're studying. They're like, I want to know everything. But this is not possible, I think. But I guess it's just my humble opinion that it's not possible to know everything. And this is why we learn things, because we don't know something and then we learn about it and then we know it. This is actually a good example of the difference between know and learn. Anyways, so sometimes even something you know you forget, <laughs> and then and then you really on it. Really, yes, yes. I'm not sure it's Reno. Reno. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I just wanted to say that it's okay not to know things, not even when you're studying something, but like in life again. And there's nothing to feel ashamed about, ashamed of. What was the preposition? Ashamed of. Thank you. So yeah, what are your thoughts? First of all, I want to mention it's not only about English, it's any foreign language. Exactly. Language enthusiasts from all over the places. So yeah, not only English, any language. I can back up here. It makes the two of us, or I hope the three of us, but <laughs> yeah, there is nothing to be ashamed of. Yes, I agree with you guys. <laughs> okay, that's it. That's the end. That's all. Thank you very much for the <laughs> End of discussion. <laughs> For the first time, we agree on something straight away. Hallelujah. <laughs> That's all. I rest my case. Thank you very much for listening to our podcast. <laughs> Leave the comments below. Two minutes in and we're done. Okay, let's try to elaborate on that. <laughs> yep. Well, okay. I wanted to start as a teacher. When I just started my career, I was really embarrassed when I didn't know, especially some words or some grammar, or I just didn't remember them on the spot. And I remember being very ashamed And just like, I know, I blushed a lot at the beginning of my career. I still blush a lot, but it was just like uncalled for again. And, and not because like people were rude to me or something like, oh, like, mm, she doesn't know it. She's not a real teacher. But that's what I said to myself in my head. I was like, I don't know it. I'm not worth it. It's like, that's all. The end. Blood in a dialogue with yourself. <laughs> so I went spiraling and like, It was not pretty. And as I got older and wiser, 
and I wouldn't say now I know like more or something. I know more stuff, but not again everything. But I do not feel this ashamed anymore because I made myself think that it's okay. And it is okay not to know something because you can learn it in the process of teaching. You can learn something from your students. And I love when my students teach me something. I mean, maybe not like something from English, but sometimes it happens as well. Something about their jobs or just some general facts. Because, yeah, you can't know everything. So anyways, if they teach me something, and again, I use this form teach loosely. I mean, just they tell me something and I learn about it. So it's like teaching. So when they teach me something, I love it because I learn something new. And I think it's actually my goal. And I think I meet it most days when I learn something new every day. Mm-hmm. It can be like something very small or something very big. It doesn't matter. But it keeps you young, you know, your brain young, your soul young. If you learn something, it doesn't matter about whatever you want to learn. So, yeah. But this is as a teacher. Sounds like a motto of a lifelong learner. I learn one thing, at least one thing every day. Yes, that's a good one. Thank you. Again, if the teacher doesn't know a word, it means that he's a bad teacher or she is a bad teacher. No. Let's accept that we are only humans. We can make mistakes and we can not know all the things, which is absolutely normal. Again, we are trying to normalize things here, or at least I am trying to. So it's totally normal. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I like your expression once you said, well, you know, I'm not a dictionary and I looked something mm-hmm. up. Yes, I like this expression. I'm not a dictionary. And I always keep in mind that when I start Googling some words. It's from mm-hmm. Russian phrase. And to be exact, it's like, I'm not a walking dictionary. If we translate it from Russian, but I also use it. And yeah, people always told me this. Yeah, sorry. So yeah, it's great. I want to say that actually what bothers me as a person and as a teacher, it's when the teacher doesn't know the word and then doesn't show us like, "Mm -hmm, that's a very interesting question. We will come back to that in the next lesson. And actually ashamed of Googling something. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's all right. It's okay. You are a person... It's okay that you don't know something, just Google it and learn it throughout the lesson. As you said, Zoe, you can learn something during the lesson. It's totally fine. I think I learned it from native speakers, to be honest, because I remember, again, when we were working at this language school and I started working there slightly before Aksusha, and we had one native speaker who we always had conversations with, like some fun things to share between classes and not me but my other colleagues would bombard this person with questions how to translate this particular Russian word into English but they wouldn't say Russian word they would like explain the concept or maybe they would say a Russian word it doesn't matter so they were like oh and what's this and I remember him being like I don't know and then he would come back to us with like the answer. Sometimes he wouldn't because like, I have no idea. But I remember a very good example with, okay, I will not say the Russian word. I will try to explain. So this is what like, oh my God, people do when they want to be in relationship with other people. So like when these people like buy flowers to this person or like take them on dates or something, you know, mm-hmm. so like this. And we would have this one particular Russian word, which we like, so what is this in English? Like we can't translate it. And so you're like, I don't know, like 
court. We don't really use it. And I understood what he meant because I would like listen to people and also only old people would say court somebody or like a joke. Now I hear it like younger people use it, but they were like, yeah, like courting her or him or whatever. And it's like a joke, you know, they do not take it seriously. But in Russian, it's like what we use pretty regularly. Yeah. Maybe that's why we do it pretty regularly. <laughs> More than English people, in English men especially. Yeah, it, yeah, English men are surprised. I can't think of a German man courting a German woman. Seriously? It actually seized. It's this. all like... It's only what Russian men do. They even pay equally. Don't you dare buy me flowers. I can buy myself flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Write my name in the sand. <laughs> oh my god. What does it say about us that we're more German? No, I'm Russian. But actually, I learned this word courting. I learned this word from Bridgerton. And it is like a historic drama. It's about the Regency exactly. era. Makes sense. I have never heard it's yeah. in, in our times. Yeah, I learned it from this like native speaker guy and but he was like so unsure about it. He was like, We don't use it much. And we we're like, oh, how how dare you? Like we use it all the time in Russian. <laughs> and he was like also very perplexed about the um, meaning and usage, you know, <laughs> the action itself. You still do that? Really? But seriously. It's so old-fashioned, you know. <laughs> Listen to some Miley Cyrus songs. <laughs> this will help you. you. You can court yourself now. Yeah. <laughs> you know the people. <laughs> to get that more than by. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, learned from the guy. And he was not embarrassed about, like, not knowing the word. Because, again, sometimes it's just not the one they use much or re- regularly. I sometimes don't know some Russian words. I am Russian. I speak Russian. It's my native language. But sometimes people like say, oh, what's this particular word in English? And it's not that I don't know the word in English. I don't know the word in Russian. And usually it's some kind of rare word or because my students are from all around Russia and they have some kind of dialect and it's used in their particular region. And I'm not from that region, especially Siberia comes to me with some strange Russian words, which I don't know. But when they explain the concept, I'm like, ah, okay, though this is English word. Maybe there's also like some kind of slang or another like variant of this English word that is better, but this is the neutral one that I know. But this is fun when you don't know (laughs) Russian words and they're like, was it in English? Was it in Russian? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it's fun. So it's okay not to know something. So just one thing it's okay not to know something it's bad but again my opinion if you don't want to know mm-hmm. almost anything and you're like no i'm not like it's fine like this teacher you say like oh we'll come back to it next time i do it sometimes too i'm guilty mm-hmm. of it but mostly i forget and i do <laughs> not come back to it so it's better as you said just google it on the spot or deal with it somehow Immediately. Isn't it a waste of oh time? Oh my god, time with yeah. waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Because if you just like Google and say the word, it will be less effective than if you, for example, like share the screen, you Google the word, you see some context and you work with this word a bit. So you don't just find the translation, let's put it this way. And move on. No, you work with it. 
like uh, get some meat on the bones. Mm, okay. Mm. In this case, why not? I wanted to say about the example I've dwelled upon. In this case, I'm not shaming the person. It's actually an imaginary one. It's not one in particular. But I don't shame the person for not doing it right way. I'm shaming the person. Not shaming. Okay. I do not judge. I do not judge. At, but I do not understand why it's so important for the person to show that he knows everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's again comes out of shame. Mm-hmm. Like I'm shameful that I don't know everything. And it actually takes courage to accept that. And you said about the native speaker you talked to when he said, I don't know. It actually takes courage to say, I don't know. And I admire people who can do that. You want to be like a native speaker, say, I don't know. (laughs) That's our take for today. Well, as a native speaker, you don't feel judged after saying, I don't know. You're a native speaker. But if you're asked as a foreign language speaker Mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. teacher... Mm, the student awaits that you know that and you know that he waits for your answer and it makes you a little bit shameful (laughs) a little bit just that you don't know something that you can't answer it straight away you have to google something and i see the roots of it because when we again were in offline classes i can barely imagine a person that uh, is offline with a group of people and someone asks what was the word and the teacher says just a minute takes his phone and googles something no wait but i did it looks a bit strange i did it but it wasn't mm, very convenient because mm-hmm. of like smartphones mm-hmm. now you can like google mm-hmm. faster with your laptop yeah i get where you're coming from But again, I wanted to add that I feel less embarrassed now if I don't know something. I still feel sometimes maybe, well, it happens, but I was more embarrassed offline because again, you can't just like, oh, but there, if it's online, you can even say like, oh, like go like do this task and I'm going to like check it, like look it up. And talking about coming back to something later, like first of all, you can forget. And all and once I didn't forget. Once. <laughs> it was only one time. I do sound like the best teacher ever. Like once I didn't forget what I was supposed to look up, and I came back to to my student, and and, and he was like, "Did I say that? Did I ask you that?" Yeah, did I ask the question? Like I remember, remember you asked the question about like wood, like using this, and you're like, "Did I?" Oh, and you spend like some time looking up. But it was useful after all, some useful information. But it's better to deal with it on the spot. From my experience, it's better to deal with it like straight away while they remember it and you remember it. Yes. And I wanted to add to the point that Taya mentioned is that if it's your native language, you don't feel ashamed. You feel okay. It's like I'm still a native and I still know that I know the language. But yes, when it's comes to a foreign one you start to doubt yourself maybe that's where the shame is coming from again it's very psychological as all the things connected to languages but i want to kind of differentiate these two things you being able to speak the language doesn't mean that you are a walking dictionary (laughs) it's two separate things you cannot know some words, but still be fluent in the language. Still be able to express your thoughts and deliver your speech. Exactly. And it even doesn't mean that you can teach a language if you're a native speaker. Yeah, 
That's true. You know the language, you can't. For example, I wouldn't teach Russian, to be honest. Because I can just imagine all the questions people are going to ask me. I'm like, have no idea. I make mistakes with endings of nouns, for sure. And then some stress in words, for sure. And then mm-hmm. there are like words that you can like, you know, pronounce this and that, like exactly in English, the same way. And people go, oh, but I heard this and I heard that. And I was like, I don't know. I say it like I've been saying it all my life. And this is what I don't like. I'm going <laughs> to, again, say bad things about native speakers. And <laughs> this is not my first on this podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't hurt yourself, Ori. <laughs> Are you okay? Yes, I just like bumped my head into the wall. <laughs> Too enthusiastic. Yes. It's, not that, it's not that good of a story, believe me. So anyway. Anyways, I just don't like it when I see requests for native speakers, which are fine. Okay, go find yourself a native speaker if you want to learn English or speak to them, fine. But then they're like, oh, I want a native speaker to like practice or to teach me pronunciation. And I'm like, cool, but then you're going to learn the pronunciation this person has. Mm-hmm. Because if they're Australian, they're going to teach you Australian pronunciation for sure they can't teach you rp if it still exists or teach you british if it's american and most people want american like okay you're gonna learn some american but again about the words well they pronounce it also they might not pronounce it correctly i'm not saying that russian teachers all pronounce correctly but i think we make more effort to be honest what do you think about it Mm, yeah i know that like if you're a native uh, speaker you kind of don't give a them or at mm-hmm. least you give less of mm-hmm. it about your teaching techniques or something i don't say it's all the people but it's mm-hmm. kind of a general feeling that i get because i'm already a native one like when we speak russian do we pay any attention to our pronunciation no nah, no don't well if you speak to a foreigner any kind of foreigner you try to pronounce things more slowly, more clearly. Yeah, but if we talk to each other, it's just all over the place. Yeah, and I have a friend who moved to States and she is teaching Russian there. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know that her way of teaching Russian as a foreign language is completely different from teaching Russian as a native one. Mm -hmm. And I remember I actually have the diploma how to teach Russian Mm -hmm. as a foreign language. And I remember when we were having like practice, we had lessons with Chinese students in our oh. faculty. Yes, it was actually a disaster at some point for me because they were asking me questions that I never asked myself. Exactly. It was like, why? I don't know. We have walk and go. Why we mm-hmm. say here walk and here go? And I was like, I have no idea. Historically happened so. <laughs> I know go and come in English, but the <laughs> walk and go in Russian, like, I have no idea. Yeah, they were asking the questions that I never actually thought about. Yeah. I guess it's the same with any foreign one. Exactly. So we teach English and this is why this podcast is in English as well, because we're interested in English. We love learning new things about it, any language. And uh, when it's just the language you used to speak, I remember the last time I learned a new rule in Russian was a school. From that time, pretty much it's just like me taking some things from other people and using them. That's it. And mostly, most of the new words in Russian are English. Let's face it. 
So I'm like, it's a win-win. But I admire people who teach Russian as a foreign language. It's difficult. Yeah, I share your opinion here. These are people who are extremely talented. And we are not teaching only English because Taya also is teaching German and I'm also teaching Spanish, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter. It doesn't depend on the language. All the basic rules are applied to all the foreign mm-hmm. languages. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Do you feel ashamed when you don't remember any word in German or in English? No, I'm not. Taya is shameless. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> in the best way. What helps you to overcome that shame? Oh, that fear. Mm, maybe... Because I was able, every time I was able to take, uh, how can I put it, mm, like challenge, accept the challenges. For example, that was a challenge for me to teach German to English native speakers because I didn't speak that good English as I speak German. And it was a bit of a challenge mm-hmm. for me. But still... I dealt with that. The learners, they were fascinated. Either I was speaking with mistakes in English, I was still able to teach German. So also there was one time when I was teaching Czech (laughs) from zero, knowing Czech only at the B1 level. Maybe it was a mistake, <laughs> uh, but, you know, I... It was an experience. Yes, it was, it was an experience. I wasn't able to continue that because that person wanted to have more classes and go further, mm-hmm. but I wasn't able... At some point, I wasn't able to say some words because I didn't mm-hmm. know them, and she needed that words to express something mm-hmm. to fulfill the mm-hmm. task. And at that point, I just quit the lessons. So your level already was not enough for that? Yes, yes, that's right. So it's not that I was ashamed that I have no idea that I am, I don't know the language, but... No, that actually sounds like a common sense. It doesn't sound like a shame. Yeah. When you said about challenges and then you dealt with it, it seems to me that that is actually the key, the recipe that when you had that challenges, you accepted them and you dealt with them, you kind of boosted your self-esteem, I guess. And with growing your self-esteem, you started to to feel less and less ashamed. Am I right? Well, the feeling of of shame uh, is tightly connected (laughs) to Mm -hmm. self-confidence, I think. If a person is self-confident, doesn't matter in what situation he or she finds herself or himself into, Mm -hmm. he or she would deal with it without having much shame. Yes, and I think that it also works the other way around. So whenever a person has some kind of achievement or something to celebrate, they can increase their self-esteem or their confidence in their language skills. So the more you notice your achievements, the better you start to feel and the further away shame Mm -hmm. Goes. <laughs> just imagine that I just wanted to share like um, my experience here I guess and I think now if I don't know something and it's at my lesson I just I think subconsciously I like remind myself that I know some other stuff so it's not like I don't know this I don't know anything else but also I think it was like for example this podcast is also I think was created to boost 
our self-esteem. To some extent. <laughs> the dark truth has been revealed. Yeah. <laughs> Because at the beginning of my career as a teacher, I would never imagine myself having a podcast and having it on some platforms and on YouTube and like just exposing myself and my English because I was so self-conscious about the way I spoke. I am still sometimes self-conscious about it, but especially when we like now recording something, I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh my God, so many mistakes, so many um, <laughs> and like all this stuff. But then when I listen back to it, I'm like, it's fine. Because time passed and I'm like, it's, it's okay. It's not as bad as I thought because like it's always worse in your head than it is in real life. I noticed it with like any situation. And when my students say, oh my God, like I'm so bad at this or that, I'm like, not as bad as you think. Not as bad as it's in your head. And it's like going back to Ksusha's point about like noticing your achievements with your students, you show them, but you didn't know how to do this like several months ago. And now you can do this. Look at it this way. So accept challenges. <laughs> and celebrate your achievements. <laughs> celebrate every <laughs> step on the way. I do believe in uh, the art of small steps or baby steps. Mm -hmm. So each time you take it, give yourself a pat on the back. Yeah. I also remembered mm, your point so that you were saying that you learned it from native speakers. And I heard a native speaker. It was in Spanish, actually. A Spanish uh, girl. She has a channel on YouTube and she is a teacher of Spanish. And at some point she was saying something like, oh, I don't remember that one, but the English word is this. Mm -hmm. And it seems that she's a native Sp Spanish speaker. Mm -hmm. And the first word that came to mind was mm -hmm. not the Spanish, but an English one. And mm -hmm. she just accepted that and said, okay, that's this word. And the moment she said it in English, she remembered it in Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I liked that she didn't cut it out from the video, but mm -hmm. she left it included, left it in there, because it also shows that she's not ashamed of that part. Yeah. I love when YouTubers or influencers keep it real. And I also have an example with a girl. I, I'm not sure what her nationality is, and it's, it doesn't matter, actually. She speaks English with a slight accent, which I can't understand. But again, doesn't matter. It's just I'm curious about it. No judgment. And she, sometimes in her videos, she reads something in English, and she reads it. And in most cases, she's like, oh, I don't know how to pronounce this word correctly. Like, I know how, like, I'm going to pronounce it, but, like, guys, it, English is not my native language. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm going to pronounce it this way. I think her first language, she mentioned somehow that it's Hindu. So mm -hmm. she's like, well, I'm going to pronounce it this way. Again, a semicolon. <laughs> sorry. So this person who has a YouTube channel with, like, this many followers, is not ashamed to admit that, well, I don't know how to pronounce this word. It's not my language. And it shouldn't be different for even English teachers. Why should it be different? We're all humans. English is not our native language. Mm -hmm. We've done our best to perfect it, and we're still doing it. But we're not different from just other human beings. That's, again, the general rules that I talked about for a different language and different professions as well. Yes. It's something universal, basic, that we need to keep in mind. All people are humans. It's okay to have the accent. It's okay to make mistakes. It's okay not to remember some words. Full stop. 
And I'm not talking about the parts when I don't know if you remember when we were at the university, there was a guy who was on like we had the same classes, but he was a specialist in regions. What are uh, regional studies? Regional studies, maybe. Okay. Yes. And he said that at some point one of his classmates asked the teacher, What is it in English? Atrostak Aleniwaroga. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. First of all, why do you need that word? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And second, um, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. WTF. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. So I'm not talking about these situations when it's a person who just asks the question for the sake of asking the question. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about the usual stuff when at some point you don't remember something just because you've had a tough day or you know the word, but it just slipped exactly your mind and it's totally fine. Mm-hmm. It happens in your mother tongue as well. Oh, sure. Exactly. Every time. <laughs> Every day. Come on, guys. I actually have a joke that... Remember you speaking your mother tongue... <laughs> And it's even more embarrassing when you remember an English word, but you can't remember the Russian word. And, and you are talking to a person who doesn't speak English and you can't use the English word. And you just <laughs> like, I don't know, start gesturing like, oh, come on, like this, this. And then like, spoon, spoon. <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. When Kisusha told me this story, I also, uh, I remembered Uh, sorry <laughs> that's German yes <laughs> I don't remember I like I remember the word but I don't remember the uh, meaning plötzlich unfortunately yeah. suddenly suddenly suddenly, suddenly I remembered um, one of our co-students well co-students <laughs> classmates classmates groupmates yes maybe groupmates oh from another course he was a translator mm-hmm. from translators who was translator or interpreter it wasn't written or oral uh, both <laughs> translator and interpreter okay so he he was studying uh translating and interpreting and once someone asked him what was boyarishnik in english he said That's easy, boy, you're a snake. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my students do when, uh, like, even I don't know what, like, oh, kids, I just say it in English. You just pronounce a Russian word yeah. in an English way. <laughs> And it's totally a way out. Yeah, English-speaking people will understand you if you say it with their accent. Sure. Boy, you're a snake. <laughs> yes. We actually interrupted Ksusha, and I think now she forgot what she was saying. Sorry. I, I forgot it. Don't worry. It's gone. It's gone, yeah. No, really. Really, it's gone. Okay. Again, I want to point out one more time that... Yeah. Oh, I remember. I think I remember what I wanted to say. Yeah. When you girls uh, said that, remember how you talk in Russian. And I actually talk in Russian, I think, worse than I talk in English or in Spanish. Same. Yeah. And the more I teach or the more I study foreign languages, I think the worse I'm getting at my native language. Mm-hmm. And yes, it's the point that you, Zoya, mentioned that the last time I learned something about Russian was in school, which was a lot of years ago now. And after that, I 
do not learn anything. And yes, I have these bits of speech when I say mm, uh, as well. And when I mispronounce something or I put the stress in the other direction, I don't remember the word. So I'm trying to somehow get around it, gesture, yeah, gesture it. Yes, it's totally the same in a foreign language. And if you are the greatest public speaker in your native language, yes, maybe there are some expectations that you will transfer the skills into a foreign one. But if you're a usual normal person, like an average one... The bar is floor. The bar is floor, yes. <laughs> Keep the same bar for your foreign language don't get it too high it's the same lower your expectations come on yeah so celebrate your achievements uh accept challenges and lower your expectations (laughs) yeah ways out of shame yes and learn from native speakers who say i don't know it actually takes courage to do so. I don't know. And then don't even make an effort to look something up. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not a good way this bit, but I don't know. It's a usual normal answer. No, it's a joke. It's just like, I like how I like, I say so many bad things about native speakers and they're like, well, I learned something from them. I still believe that there is something to learn, even from native speakers. Even. <laughs> All right. This is a joke. It's a disclaimer. Flavor, it's a joke, please. I just imagine they just speak this and like, what? <laughs> I'm writing a comment on that. Yeah. Oh, please do. Please do. <laughs> Actually, yes. Leave a comment. We are waiting for them. We are welcoming the haters. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> what? Welcome? The haters. The haters. Start the hate. Haters gonna hate. Okay, yes, I think that will wrap it up. All the advice that we had. And uh, yes, thank you very much for listening to Zooming Through Chaos. Thank you, guys. Yes, subscribe, leave comments. See ya. Bye. Bye.